0: Looking to start your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Women Changing the Game. It's been a minute since we've done an interview on here, so I'm really, really excited to be back with a very special guest today. Our guest has been a pro sports photographer for eight plus years She has over 10 years of experience being a graphic designer, social media manager, content creator, web designer, and marketer. Try to keep up with all of this. Her experience in sports comes from pretty much all major leagues, from the NBA to the NFL. She's worked in the WNBA. Her work has also been featured in ESPN, as well as Sports Illustrated, and so much more that we'll definitely get into. Not only has she covered some of the top sports, but she also has covered popular brands in the US, as well as helped many startups with delivering them their first digital content needs. You may even know her from TikTok, where she has over 11,000 followers. So cool. (laughs) Welcome, Jalen Nash. (laughs)
1: Oh my gosh, what an intro. Thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I, I tried to cover everything. Um, thank you for coming it's a lot. Like I said, yeah, I tried to cover everything, but I'd love now for you to give your own intro just oh. so that you can, um, you know, show what you feel describes your best work and all the clients you worked with and all of that, because I don't want to discredit anything that you've done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, thank you. Um, so once again, my name is Jalen, and I I've been a photographer for 10 plus years but eight plus of it has been in pro sports. I started super young. I started when I was 19 which is pretty young to start in pro sports. Um, I'm originally from South Dakota the state with no pro sports so that was that's like a little fun tidbit and then I went to college in Mankato Minnesota and then I've been living in North Carolina for five years and I moved here post grad and um, some of my clients I'm so thankful so blessed are the Carolina Hurricanes which is like a dream come true and it's an NHL team here and then um that NC State, Wake Forest, Duke, UNC, all of those schools come around here, ACC, Bauer Hockey, which is one of the popular brands that you kind of had mentioned as well, but yeah, I've covered NFL, um, NHL, NBA, I've covered it all, um, and then I'm so blessed and thankful my work has been on ESPN, Getty Images, Sports Illustrated, um, a bunch of the pros, I had a billboard and a mural in the RDU airport, and like it's been okay. insane. Tell so us I'm about so thankful. That. Tell us about <laughs> yeah, that, board. that sounds awesome. That was a dream. So I am so thankful. I was really young when I started in pro sports. I was 19, and I actually started in pro, and then I did college, okay. where a lot of people they start and they start shooting college, and then they yeah. shoot pro. So I did the opposite. Um, but very thankful, very blessed, um, and honestly, I wouldn't be here today if it weren't for all the people who like trained me along the way, and all the people in Minnesota. I'm actually very very close with them to this day and they're the ones who actually helped and educated me and um, trained me and then all, a lot of people down here in North Carolina you know they definitely took me under their wing when I moved here because I moved here not knowing anybody I moved to Minnesota not knowing anybody and yeah the state was no pro sports but the mural <laughs> um, that that was like I didn't know about it I found out about it from Twitter and I wow. was really young I had covered for I the first time I covered for the Carolina Hurricanes I was 23 which is insanely young most people didn't know that I was that young, I don't think, um, but I was like 23, 22, first time I directly covered for them. Um, I mean, I've been covering the pro sports, but covering directly for them. But in 2019, they were in the playoffs and then there was this giant mural that was like floor to ceiling that they had in the RDU airport, which is the local airport here, it's a very busy airport. Um, and it was from when they were in the playoffs and they had billboards and they had marketing materials of like rally flags and everything like that. And it was my photo. And I had no idea, I had no idea about the mural, I had no idea about the billboards, anything like that. I'm driving around Raleigh and I'm like, oh my God, that's mine. (laughs) "Um, The airport is so cool because I'm obviously not from here, from South Dakota. Like I said, so when my family flies in, um, it was really cool to surprise them and be like, hey, that thing you just walked through, like that was mine. That's
0: amazing. Did you get good pictures with it?
1: (laughs) I did. I did. It's like a weird place where like you're not supposed to walk backwards into it. It's like Uh the part where they're like, you cannot return. Right, right. But I did it anyway. And like security didn't care. I was like, guys, this is my photo. And they're like, okay, go ahead. So I like went and posed and fun stuff. Uh, My dad's the one. They had just put it up. And then a week later was when my parents were visiting and I hadn't seen it yet. And I was like, hang on like we're gonna go do this so my dad is the one he like like went and took pictures of me in it and I was like we need to go see this so it was it was shocker. It was a dream come true. It was amazing. So Yeah.
0: That's something that you should definitely be so proud of yourself for. And I would <laughs> yeah. be telling everybody about it. I would be posting about it. So that is, that is um, definitely probably a great career accomplishment of yours. I would yeah. I would be proud. Um, but yeah, you have so much experience under your belt and with so many different things. Um, <laughs> yeah. When did you figure out that, you know, photography was the main thing that you wanted to do the ultimate goal and when did you decide also you wanted to focus on sports with it which came before the other they come at the same time like I wanted to do sports photography straight out the (laughs) womb.
1: so I was I've been shooting since I was nine and I learned on film I'm one of those OGs who actually learned on film Wow. Um, but I, since I was nine, I have always wanted to be a full time photographer. So I actually had, which is where like the social media and the graphic design, I actually had multiple jobs where I was able to finally get to where I can be a full time photo. So I had for six plus years, this is like post grad, um, for like six plus years and a little bit into grad, I had um, two jobs. And then I would also shoot like nights and weekends just to save up the money to be able to do it. And I was a director of digital media within pro sports as well. Um, I went from, I was an intern in college and then moving down here, the job that got me, I was a director of digital media within uh, pro sports. And so, um, doing the graphic design and social media and all that during the day. And then on nights and weekends and finally got to the point where it was too much. And I was able to save up and take that big leap. And I'm just so incredibly thankful for the clients that helped me along the way like for me to be able to like do what I've always wanted to do since I was nine Mm -hmm. the pro sports part and the sports that came in um sports parts I'm sorry that came into play was when I I mean a lot of people like they shoot weddings and I do shoot weddings and I do do that on the side I do shoot everything but for me I was just like um I don't know there was like multiple things but one of them was just like um it's fast paced and it goes with my brain and it's super fast whereas weddings they're wonderful but how can you also make money being a full-time photographer without like shooting weddings all the time mm-hmm. <laughs> and I do love love but uh, at the same time they could be weddings are pretty stressful sports are stressful but it's short bursts of time mm-hmm. um so and it just it goes fast allows me and I can't complain I have the best seat in the house and I've been doing it for eight plus years and I have met so many amazing people and there's so many inspiring people that I'm surrounded by and being an inspiration for girls has been insanely crazy too and Mm -hmm. being like one of the only girls so yeah it was just kind of like how can I also make money being a photographer with like portraiture but also can how can I make money being a photographer like that I don't have to do weddings all the time and then sports just kind of came into play when I was working um, and I was introduced to the photographer for the Minnesota Timberwolves And then that's like, he had offered me an internship um, on the spot when I first met him. And so that's how I started with the NBA and WNBA. And then I kind of got invited in Minnesota. I kind of got invited to all the other photographers. Um, around the area within the pro sports and being able to shoot all that and they've taught me so much like I said I'm still close with them so
0: yeah yeah that's great I want to talk about yeah networking with people in photography yes yeah yeah I mean you kind of just touched on that but I'd love to know how that is being a photographer (laughs) and where where you find is best to network with people because that's such an important thing in sports and something I've been taught throughout my journey of sports is to be able to network with people and meet new people and how do you um, um, work on that as a photographer, and where yeah, you're doing best.
1: literally, literally, and this is what I tell so many people. Like, I'm very thankful that I was trained in all this for the numerous amount of years. But at the same time, it was all it's all based off of you know connections and networking, willingness to grow and learn as well each and every day. Because I'm still growing and learning to this day. Like, very inspired by the people around me, but the networking connections. So when I first moved to Minnesota, and then same thing when I first moved to North Carolina, I actually didn't know anybody. Yeah, I moved here just. Moved here, didn't know anybody, didn't have any friends, nothing exactly. like that. <laughs> it was a lot. Um, and by myself, too. I mean, my family helped the move, but that was about it. Um, but yeah, moving here, it was just, I would go to this one thing and then somebody would connect me with another person and then another person. So it was just like being nice to everybody, trying to grow and learn, learn from them. But it was all, all the, a lot of like the clients I have now was all based off of recommendations and connections and networking, connecting with them on LinkedIn, making friends while I'm there. At the same time, even just like, not if that was like my first initial like learning thing or like initial reaction of like, oh my gosh, I need to make friends with you. is more just like, it was really cool. Nice to meet you and then hopefully I can see you again. And people just kind of kept seeing me, kept seeing my work. Um, And then the posting on social media, which now it's gotten to a point where I'm too busy sometimes to post, but yeah. (laughs) So it's a lot of like networking connections and just learning around you, being nice to those people around you at the same time, but also seeing what they're doing, and then making it your own, and yeah, and then other people will just see the work, and just, if you post it, keep going, make those connections on LinkedIn, like, literally connect with them, yeah. um, and then they will hopefully, you know, push me to something else, like, that just happened a couple of weeks ago, a connection I made through social media got me to shoot um, to help the Steelers when they were in town.
0: Wow, it's crazy and that's how- what connections can do, like, yeah and the ones you you won't even know and that's why it's so important oh, yeah. like I talk about this on the podcast all the time and so do people I interview it's so important to make connections who you're not just asking something for because yeah. things like that just pop up
1: <laughs> yeah NASCAR same thing when I shot NASCAR and I shoot so I shoot NASCAR and Indy IndyCar from time to time and um, they've flown me to Florida for IndyCar for the final and it was literally I was like i sorry it was literally I was just shooting like um, a NASCAR I shot one event and then I told myself well if I come back here I would really love to shoot for just like a higher client um, just because it'd be like more it'd be more fruitful and more meaningful if I shot directly for somebody yeah. and that was just like a mini thing that I kind of wanted to do I was like okay if I get asked back or if I come back here um, and then the next time I was there I was asked for a higher client and I just introduced me to the other clients introduced me to the sponsors which is ultimately who the racers race for and um, yeah it just kind of like went down the line like that and then you just keep kind of going
0: so yeah that's so cool. I think that's great that um you know you were able to make those connections that just things like that happen. And did oh, you I feel like that. in did you feel like you started to make connections to at a younger age because I want to talk about like maybe yeah. working in high school even, or I'm specifically going to focus on college, but even back in high school, did you feel like those were important connections to make? Because I also talk about on this podcast a lot, wishing I was more involved with college athletics and the people surrounding that. And then, you know, also thinking about high school too, but yeah, what's your best advice for, you know, working in college athletics and taking advantage of those teams that you have at your schools?
1: Yeah. So for me, um, one thing was that, like my college actually didn't offer that. And then so neither did my high school, obviously. But um, <laughs> so for they might have it now, which is kind of cool to see. Um, but yeah, just like what I now tell people, since I work so closely with the colleges and some of, like some of the top colleges when they come into town and visit and I work so closely with them is that one thing is the people who you're surrounded by, you know, Try, and I always tell people internships. Like I said, I had multiple internships as well, but try and intern either with like, when you're in high school, try and intern with like your local newspaper or go on a job shadow. So go on the job shadow, go on these internships, try and intern with local newspaper, even something else, other different type of photography that will somehow go with it with like journalism or anything of that nature. Volunteer to shoot some stuff for your high school. And then when you get to college level, volunteer. Cause like my school didn't have it. Um, so definitely volunteer to like go and shoot this sport say um, can you get me in and like I would love to shoot this for you and you can get all the photos for free you, there's a point where you do have to do some free work until you do get paid yeah, <laughs> I did it works. too yeah but like that's that's like the thing um, and so just like you know see your connections around you and then like with college see if you can go and shoot see if you can go to this game see if you can you maybe even go to like a different college or something local and shoot for like like i said the newspaper or magazines i have shot for newspaper not newspaper i shot for like a magazine at one point in time like just shooting for that also you know hitting up photographers seeing where you can have like an internship with them or go and job shadow them for the day with the pandemic it's a little bit hard right now but at the same time you can go and job shadow them and see if you can go from a distance see something like that and just ask those questions that's one thing that I always tell people especially because when I was younger I wish like I, I'm very thankful for my internships but at the same time my brain was just like not mentally there yet mm-hmm. and because uh, um, I started so young and I do know that so it took I had a very hard learning curve that I had to learn and I'm still learning <laughs> but and I'm um, the same time it's just that like ask questions and try and intake everything which it's so hard when your brain is developing so much during that time but just like try and intake everything you know I'm so thankful whenever I'm there whenever I'm working but at the same time is I always want to help people so when I have people come to games and now they're being like a second shooter with me or um interns anything like that I just always want to be like don't forget to ask those questions. Like just ask, there's not dumb questions because that's how you're going to learn. And that's also how you're going to make those connections. Cause anybody who you made connections with, like you can have a high school teacher or somebody like that who can recommend you or a mm-hmm. coach or a parent who can recommend you for another job. I've had that with refs. I've had that with coaches. I've had that with like, they just see you and then they recommend you for something else. So they recommend a client to you. Mm-hmm. So
0: And that's why the um, volunteer work, the not getting paid or just putting yourself out there for extra hours all ends up paying off um, and ends up benefiting you. So you might feel like, oh man, I don't want to do this because it's not going to be paid or something, but at the end, it's worth it. And people wanting to work in sports should definitely know that. I mean, probably even more so for photography as well. Just yeah. you know, shooting on your own and getting that experience by yourself too. Um, Kind of going along with the theme of being a student, I wanted to ask you a little bit about organizational tips and staying motivated when you have a lot going on. I mean, this could go for anyone obviously, but especially students, it's like a crazy time in your life, you know, a lot of the times you're focusing on a bunch of different things. And how do you best stay organized, especially with photography? If you're, for me, I'm thinking like, take so many pictures, and then you have to go, you know, put them all in folders and everything. Yeah, Keep edit them. And what's your best
1: advice for that and staying organized? So for staying organized, I uh, like you still learn along the way on the best things on how to stay organized um (laughs) but when I was younger they had taught me you know there's a certain way that like sports photographers do it versus like um other like types of photography that you do but at the same time like you have all your photos just keep in mind this is the best way when you are like taking all those photos and you're going to edit you don't have to edit every single one just keep that in mind as um you're growing and learning and getting better in your work, like just pick out a few. A lot of times when I do like portfolio reviews, which I offer that up to anybody, um, when they have me review their portfolio, I'm like, you don't need to put everything. You just need to put like some select few. And at the same time, as you go, like you're going to do what the client's needs are. And then you can do the artsy ones and like give your secondary and third as well. But with the organization of it all, is like, you can dump everything, put it all together. Just pick some few, send it. We'll send what the client needs pick some few that are like unique and different to edit and then keep those and put those in your portfolio and then try and do better with that um like look at that photo and then try and do better the next time or like try and like raise up the bar with all of that but definitely like you intake all your photos you put it into different folders um categorize it organize it as best you can it's just kind of like different for everybody but for me personally, you know, it's just like a photo shoot. I put into there, I put my edits, I put my tags, I put what the client gets, I put what I want to post for my socials and then what I'm going to use for like TikToks or videos or anything like that. And then what's going to go on the portfolio and then you're done with it. Cause then hopefully you have another one where you can just grow and learn again. So, yeah, it
0: seems like a lot goes into it, but I feel like if you follow those steps, then everything, you know, ends up working. It doesn't feel like as much probably.
1: Yeah, write everything down, take a list. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what I do. Um, When clients need specific players or anything like that, you know, I definitely keep a list. Um, We always have a shot sheet. And we have um, most most times for most games, you have a shot sheet. So you just look at that. And I always refer to that all the time during the games to make sure that I hit my mark so I can get paid. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thank you for those tips. I'm sure um, photographers are going to be
0: really happy about that out there. Okay. In- from you. So okay. yeah, yeah. I Absolutely. hope some, I hope some um, inspired photographers are out there listening to this episode. Um, but <laughs> yeah, so you have been with so many different teams and organizations. How do you deal with the difference Pa- different paces of sports because yeah. I think for any department different paces of sports um it's definitely hard to keep up with but for photography I feel like there might be a challenging sport you know maybe with action shots this is what I'm thinking as a as a wannabe photographer I'd be like I don't know if I could you know get that mid-air shot or anything um are there is there a specific sport that you feel like it challenges you the most
1: yeah so um That is so funny you say that because like some sports I sit there and I'm like, I'm thankful to be here, but this is not fast paced enough for my brain. Whereas the fast paced ones, I'm like, heck yeah, let's go. Let's get this done. Like I got this. Like this is fun. But um, for me, it's kind of fun. I always joke that like what's my favorite sport to shoot, watch and play because like those are the categories for me, I guess. Um, But definitely... Definitely, um, hockey, I've been so thankful, and plus, like, that's the longest, that's one that I've done the longest, I've shot all levels of hockey, many different teams, many opposing teams use my stuff as well, um, I have shot for a hockey brand as well, a very big one, which I'm thankful for, um, but, mainly, you know, for me, um, hockey, it's just, like, it's ever-changing, there's always something that you can do, you know, it is fast-paced at the same time, it does get done at a certain time, but also at the same time, like, you have lots of different variables, lots of different movement. You can always be creative. Like there's always room for creativity with hockey and all of that. And just like the fast pace and the players and you just learn and like, it pushes me to get better every single day. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Challenge is always good. I feel like it makes you better yeah. as um, you know, whatever you're doing in sports or yeah. whatever your job is, a challenge is hard, but it always helps you in the end and makes you better.
1: Yeah. And mixing it up with sports is good because the different pace helps you learn and help you like have better accuracy and help you also have the respect for the sport and see how everybody does and how it goes. But at the same time, mixing it up also gives you a different like vantage point, different viewpoint and different creativeness that you can also use back at the sport that you shoot the most. So I always recommend to shoot more sport, like just shoot everything across the board because it's going to help you in the end. Even if like you want to do just one, shoot other stuff because it helps you come up with different ideas.
0: That's a great point you make. Um, and a question that I definitely wanted to ask you, Yes, yeah, is, is shooting different sports a good thing because that's for all departments too you know do you think do you should you have experience in one department or should you be, you know go throughout different departments and be versatile so with photography you're saying definitely you want to go across the board with the sports to get your best experience
1: versatile is more marketable same awesome. thing for graphic design same thing <laughs> for social I am thankful to have designed for many different clients and like different clients across the board and it just makes me more marketable so. Yeah, definitely.
0: Okay, so you told us most challenging. How about favorite or it doesn't have to be easiest, but maybe your favorite. Like if you could pick one, what would hockey. you? Do? Hockey. Okay. It's hockey. still hockey.
1: Um, just because, like I said, there's just so many things, and I love a challenge. And yes. Um, I'm very thankful. I've like been super career driven, and I'm like I'm very career driven, everything of that nature. So, um, it just kind of goes with the fast pace, the drivenness, and the everything like that and I've just been around it for so long at the same time it's still there's something new something different every single day yeah
0: So. okay cool so um now I want to ask you I know you talked a little bit about the billboard in the beginning which I know is like a really proud career moment for yourself but I was wondering if there was a specific event or game that you shot that will forever be a memory um uh, other than that one um that you've had where you're like wow this is so cool that i I photographed that or that I was part of that event. I went to that game and I did that. Um, Did you ever have a moment like that? Cause I think those moments are really
1: important to have while working and just be proud of yourself. So I definitely did. And I'm very thankful. Um, I've had it a few times. Um, Obviously shooting for a pro team at such a young age was such a cool accomplishment and being a girl but at the same time, also one of this it's I always say it, but it's Red Bull crushed ice. Um, I don't even know if they're going to have it this year or it's different, but it was for Red Bull. It was so cool. Um, it is, it does combine hockey, shocker, but, um, <laughs> it was, it, they used to have it in St. Paul, Minnesota for like a couple of years. And I actually flew back to go and cover it. Um, but they travel all around the world and it is like pretty much a bunch of hockey players or guys who played hockey and it is like downhill ice skiing, or it's like skating. Sorry, not skiing. It's skating on, um, Ice courses, and like you're racing. They also can flip and do tricks. And a lot of these guys, they went to do, like they went to be in the circus. It's kind of funny, like stuff like that as well. And they travel all around the world. But yeah, they're racing and going super fast. There's sponsorship out of it. And when it was in St. Paul, super pretty because it had. It would start at the cathedral, which is so high up. So they start super high up, and then they go down and around and through the city, and like you are just racing and it's freezing cold which I'm not a big fan of the cold but <laughs> even though I grew up in it but it was just it was so cool and it was different and it was a challenge and I was just thankful to be there I was I was pretty young when I was there again but at the same time it was just something different and cool and it's for Red Bull and that's like worldwide
0: yeah
1: no so, it was definitely something unique and different and not within like the normal
0: so yeah that seemed it does seem like a challenge I was thinking when you were saying that a challenge to shoot that but also really really cool and also i want to mention um I love how you um mentioned that you're so grateful and appreciate for all these experiences yeah, I, I think that's really important um to be you know there's a line of being proud of yourself and also being very grateful and thankful that you've got to do these things and um, you can tell you definitely have that so that's a great quality to have
1: <laughs> I mean it's literally I'm just like I say all the time but I am I'm very I'm so thankful like all the people around me they helped morph it and they support me Mm -hmm. and anybody who you know I'm not going to say that not everybody is super super nice in sports because they're not but you just kind of got to go around it and find like those people who do support you and do care for you and just know that like you're still going to be growing and learning no matter what age you are
0: yeah definitely And I kind of want to go into um, that, like having people, good people surrounding you and going to role models. And I was specifically going to ask you if you had any women in the industry who you look up to. And with that, we can kind of get into the topic of your input of being a woman in sports and how you feel in that place, especially in specifically sports photography yeah. And kind of your intake on that, if you had any role models, do you feel like, you know, you're one of the few? I know you kind of mentioned that in the beginning or in when you started out, you felt that way. If you could talk on that, that'd be great.
1: Yeah, so for me, um, uh, growing up, I didn't really have like, I mean, my mom, she's obviously amazing. She's my role, but within my industry, um all the women that I worked around, which was like one or two, um, and kind of sadly, this is just what I've dealt with. Now it's gotten a little bit better, but kind of sadly to this day, none of them are nice to me, (laughs) and I don't know why, and I'm like a very (laughs) nice, quiet person, but at the same time, the men also had the same opinion about the women and Mm -hmm. um, that I was surrounded by, so I actually didn't have a woman to look up to within this role I did not have like a lady to look up to so it was like all those guys in Minnesota I looked up to them and I still look up to them today and they were like I said we're very close but those were the guys who were my role models and they yeah. still are and just the creativeness and then then them taking me under my wing and then like once in a while they would just they would politely point out that they're like you do know like you're the only like one here like <laughs> you're girl and are also you're also the youngest here and I was like <laughs> i i like didn't like sometimes i kind of forgot about that um just because they were so inviting and so like warm heartwarming um great which was like very very nice to have and then when i moved to north carolina like i said i didn't really know that many people and a good majority of people were super nice to me but they it was still male um but now i feel like within the like sports photography world you know there's more and more women doing it and then more and more of them are actually like younger but they're also like nicer and weren't just nice to each other and try and build each other up that's all I would really love because I did not have that when I was younger and there uh, there's only a few who still haven't been the nicest but at the same time you just brush it aside and you just try to learn from it and be the better and bigger person right so and, for that. And-
0: yeah, and now you'll be the role model for other girls. <laughs> so even if you didn't have a woman role model, you can be one now. And also, yeah. I think that's great that you had those um, males that you could look up to and that supported you as well, and didn't make you feel uncomfortable. And like you said, you didn't even notice that maybe no, you feel yeah. girl sometimes, which is really important. So yeah, that's awesome. And now, you know, you're your yeah. own role model <laughs>
1: yeah right now like just with like like you're talking about like how um you know I would love to be like the role mo- or like just the women in sports in general and mm-hmm. the role that I play like like I said more and more women are getting like the acknowledgement that they deserve with all their hard work because one of this one um photographer who is my boss one time uh he's my boss just for like a certain sport but um one time he came out to me he's like you know it's sad but it's true he's like you know you being here and you covering this like specific sport you're the only one here um you have to work twice as hard for like such little respect Mm -hmm. which was so true which the sport that I was covering because I wasn't getting as much respect as I did at other sports but at the same time he's right like you know all these women we have to work twice as hard in a sport that just like or uh, sorry an industry that just like didn't expect, you know, they don't expect us, but we're still breaking barriers and we're doing amazing stuff and we're doing if equivalent or better than some of the people that we're surrounded by at the same time. So just being like, yeah, and it's been like super inspirational, especially with like the women refs and them getting like their acknowledgement. It's kind of funny because they probably have been around for a while, but now they're just getting the recommendation they deserve. And I'm just like, that is so cool. Um, so cool for people to even call me role models that, that have called me role models and I've done homework assignments on me and stuff like that. Like, I just think that's such a blessing and
0: that's everything cool. I've had dad. Yeah, yeah. And I've had a dad come up to me.
1: The this one story made me cry was that I had, um, well, besides the, there's two people who have done homework assignments on me, which I thought was insane. Uh,
0: that like, I was like, wow, that. I was awesome. crying when I read it. They let, me, they
1: let me read it too. And I was like, this is so yeah. cool. Um, there's this one time I was at a football game And I will never forget this. And this is like very quick that this dad um, who was shooting next to me, he actually recommended me for that client, ironically, too, like later on, which was even cooler because he was shooting for them, too. So, like, way to support somebody who was also shooting for them. And he told me that he had a nine year old daughter who he's been trying to get her to come on the field and trying to get her to help out. And like, she wouldn't do it, she would just come to the games and come watch and sit and this is like a very big college football team down here in the south and then he was like and then you showed up and I pointed you out to her and then now she wants to come and help and I was like he's like you literally inspired he's like I didn't do it you did you showed up and you showed up to multiple games and you inspired my daughter to come and help and be interested in this and I was like that like made me cry too so yeah sweetest thing ever it's like you would never expect that that's exactly. So you would no. like never expect that, you know?
0: No. Yeah. And that's, that's why you do. And that's why it's so important to support other women and, also, I want to do this um, podcast and have people come on in different departments where now maybe another girl can look up to you and the same thing with on the field or listen to a pod- this podcast or see you as a woman feature and say, okay, I want to do that because she's doing that and see you being able to do it. So, um, wow. I love that story. That's
1: great. Well,
0: <laughs> I'm sure well, you'll have homework- many more of those as well.
1: <laughs> the homework assignment's (laughs) been cool too and yeah no it's been such a blessing and like the people can take this even within the photography world and do it within social media do it within like anything really just like just being a woman and being nice to other people and being an inspiration you know
0: yeah and do you get that on tiktok a lot too like do you get (laughs) supporters on tiktok because i feel like that's a great space to you know no, it really is and I it's literally great, especially now and there's there's the younger the younger generation is oh, yeah. on that app so they're going to see you as well which is great.
1: I taught I from my TikTok which is insane. I just started it because those videos that I do show at the end that show my work, I had been making those for years and just posting them on my Instagram before Instagram Reels was a thing. I don't even post Instagram Reels yet. I need to get better. I need to do all the social media stuff. It's just really hard sometimes so pretty keep But um, I was posting those and then I was like, oh, I can do this to TikTok. So I like started TikTok in the pandemic, just like everybody else. And I had all these like funny ideas and I started like posting them and I can't believe how many followers I've gotten from it. But I've gotten so many DMs to a point where I actually taught a class on photography to high schoolers because they found me. And I think they told the yearbook guy who was like the, hosting a camp for class for kids. And he was, he, that's how he had me. So I taught a class because of TikTok.
0: <laughs> so crazy. It's like, you yeah. got, you just got to get on there. And um, that's yeah. why organizations are starting to hop on it because that's how you're going to be discovered these days yeah. and how people are going to come across you it's a whole new generation so <laughs> yeah
1: I've been so thankful I've gotten many dms and I always tell people just come out and dm me on like my instagram because that's like the easiest one to dm on because uh it a little hard so just like dm me and ask all these questions and so many people have like dm'd me and asked all these questions asked all this and I was like I get to it when I can obviously sports season's always hard so I just like try and do it all in one like little batch but yeah it's been literally such a blessing it is so cool to see and I didn't think anybody would see the videos and or like them so
0: (laughs) yeah they're awesome go check them out I have one more question for you but before that I want to do tell us your TikTok name so we can all follow and then um Also your Instagram too, but yeah, just go ahead and plug yourself now.
1: (laughs) Okay, well, first off, thank you. Thank you for having me because I have been watching your TikToks and I think they're amazing. And I love that you have merch now and everything. And it's been super fun and supportive to see. Um, But yeah, so mine is, my website is www.jalennash.com, So J-A-Y-L-Y-N-N-N-A-S-H.com. My Instagram is at photography underscore by underscore Jalen. And then my TikTok is at Jalen Nash. And then there's a link to that to go find like my Instagram and my website. So that is how you find me. That is how you can contact me. And I, uh, yeah. Yeah,
0: everyone go follow her she's been you know so responsive to me and it's been great to reach out to you and be able to talk with you and even though you're so busy still the fact that you've had time that's been great so um one last question before you go I want to know your ultimate goals and dreams in sports and um you know what you feel is like those out there things in your head where you're like I do want to do that one day you know (laughs) I'll get to that (laughs) like something big
1: (laughs) (laughs) um I will say I like again I know I say it all the time but I am so blessed and thankful because I did get to do some of it at such a young age which was already shocking enough to shoot for these upper level colleges and shoot for pro teams so I'm very thankful to have like check them off (laughs) at a super young age which has been insane but honestly just like there's so many more opportunities out there that have been so cool to see and like some things I'm gonna keep personal to myself. But um, one would be that the uh, Olympics would be super cool.
0: That be so awesome, that's a great Summer
1: goal. or winter, I don't care, just send me in there. Um, I think the Olympics would be so cool, it'd be fun. It would be just something different. It'd be nerves and excitement. I still get nervous for things. So nerves and excitement for sure, for the Olympics um, and being able to do it would be insane to do it for hockey. That would be insane. I don't care. I can do it for another country. I love you, USA, but any other country wants me. That's good okay too. Um, but <laughs> just being able to do it, uh, being at the Olympics would be so cool because that's like, you know, what everybody says, it's the top and that'd be super cool. And then probably to do some things with Red Bull, like directly for them, maybe a different sport or something like that. Cause that's like worldwide and you can go and travel and go to the coolest places ever. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That would be awesome. Okay. I'm manifesting this for you. You got this. (laughs) you, you will have no problem. I'm like, I'm going to ask your goals, but you've already accomplished everything. So I don't know. I very, it's okay. <laughs> All it's right. okay.
1: It's shocked to even say that, that I got to check those off. So don't
0: you worry. Oh yeah. Next thing. Oh, there's still so much more out there. The Olympics, you got this. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on again. Um, Thank you everyone who listened. I hope everybody got some inspiration out of this episode and looking forward to more interviews on Women Changing the Game. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Shaylin. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right.